Hello and welcome to Carbon Removal Newsroom. I'm Ross Kenyon. I am Nori's creative editor. Today I have with me Tito Jankowski, who has been on so many times. Hi, Tito. Hey, Ross. You are an air miner extraordinaire, yeah. uh, carbon removal illuminatus. Is that okay? Ah, I like that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, also, sorry for the long lag between episodes. This is the first carbon removal newsroom in some time. Been focusing on reversing climate change, our other podcast, and this has perhaps gotten the short end of the stick. So sorry about that. And thanks, Tito, for, for nudging me to keep going on these. Yeah, sure thing. Happy 2021. It's off to a, it's off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. Well, you pitched me on this show because, well, one, I think it's probably the biggest carbon removal news I've seen in a while, just based on how many people outside of this sector that I've seen shared on social media, people I've known on Facebook for a long time, we have no connection to climate change, anything being like, whoa, Elon Musk, $100 million prize for carbon removal. <laughs> Why don't you tell the whole story? I love that. Um, so it was on Friday and he, uh, Elon Musk tweets that he is going to uh, donate $100 million to a prize for carbon capture. Uh, and it just it lit everybody up. I, I first saw it on Airminer's Slack. Uh, Jan from Carbon Click had posted it. Um, and just the gears started turning, uh, turning from there. No details yet. Uh, he said details coming this week. But um, we can certainly speculate and we can certainly, you know, see the effect that it's already had and how people are talking about it. Yeah, I've seen it in a number of places, including people already arguing about it. I saw many of those jokes we were talking about before the show of, oh, but we already have the technology. It's billions of years old and it's so successful and it's called trees. Uh, <laughs> So I saw a lot of a lot of things of that ilk. Um, a lot about the the cost of industrial carbon capture and how exactly that will work. People are worried about links with fossil fuel industries and point source uh, collection of it. I imagine Elon maybe has some sort of ulterior motive. Of I know he wants to capture from the air uh, and create hydrocarbons that would allow for interplanetary travel. Right. So it's probably something, something like that, that is working together. Does that make sense? Oh, it certainly makes sense. And sort of like the reading that Elon Musk tea leaves part. Um, yeah, he's yeah. got a, uh, a YouTube video from 2019 when they were launching uh, Starship and like at, I think it's one hour, four minutes and 20 seconds in somebody stands up and uh, interesting timestamp. Somebody asks a question like what's going to be here at this this rocket launch pad in, in a decade or two decades. Um, and he says, basically, you know, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be able to pull propellant uh, from the ambient air. And we're going to do that here. We're also going to be able to do that on Mars. Um, and that's the biggest, that's one of the, you know, biggest changes that you'll see to this, to this launch pad. So it's clearly been something he's been thinking about um, for a while. I think so. So I think we'll probably see something more akin to that. I would be very surprised if anything turned out to be more on the ecological side of carbon removal. And it seems just from his Iron Man, Titan of industry, uh, hardware entrepreneur kind of uh, background that we'll probably see something closer to industrial carbon capture. 
It depends. I, you know, I've definitely done the whole like nature or technology thing as a, as a spectrum with a, you know, one direction and the other. 2021, I've, I've kind of let that go. I, I think that really what we're talking about is, does it scale? Is it economical? Um, you know, how, how well does it work? Whether it's biology, whether it's chemistry, whether it's engineered biology or engineered chemistry, it's, if, it, if it answers those questions, that's what matters. And um, I think that we might just get a new twist on it that, that nobody's expecting. Um, I think that's what will come out of this. But sure, yeah, he's like super into like machines and metal and <laughs> stainless steel. So maybe the solution will involve those those materials. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a guy who would stick his hand into some dirt and smell it and go, ah, that just doesn't, I'm just not getting that vibe from, from him, which is fine. Not everyone necessarily needs to do that, perhaps. Um, but yeah, I saw some interesting takes on it too. I saw people like uh, Roger Ains uh, about how much energy it would take to scale up direct air capture right now relative to more ecological methods. And it's just super out of reach. But a lot of the discourse in carbon removal spaces so far has been focused on permanence, which is at least partially a result of Stripe's purchasing choices um, and the, the everything that fell out from there. So... Uh, yeah, I, I sort of, I try to be neutral and agnostic and as long as it's reasonably credible and ethical, I think we should be funding and supporting all of these efforts and not uh, spending too much time uh, attacking. It seems, seems pretty early to do that. Yeah. I mean, I think these, I, I think it's, it's heartening to see that kind of discussion and, and questions about, about, you know, will this work and will this, this scale um, at the same time, I think it's, you know, important to, to, Try things and and see how it see how it plays out. Um, I mean, I was I, I recall a uh, a meeting with a major uh, global scale climate funder, uh, and they had been investing in solar and batteries uh, for the last ten or twenty years. And this was about two years ago. But they said, if you told me three years ago that the prices would be what they were today, I would like we did all the modeling, we did all the projections. I I never, I ne and I'm like, I'm the world, you know, person in this never would have, never would have said that it would get here. And, 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 you know, if I just say, Hey, well, just everything can always take off. Um, that's not exactly what I mean, but just in the sense of there is to me, if, you know, there's something really powerful about uh, trying it and, uh, uh, seeing how it works. I mean, just, you know, I always go back to with technology, uh, Kevin Kelly, author Kevin Kelly talks about uh, what technology wants and just this, this framing around um, thinking about the second order and third order and fourth order uh, influences and connections that happen with any, any invention or change. Um, so often it's, it's just, it's hard to predict what the, you know, second order effects, third order effects, what does that cause? What are the 10 things that that causes? What are those 10 things? What do they cause? And then you think about some other invention like virtual reality, or um, you think about a new presidency and you just see all those things colliding together. It's, it is really hard to, to see where things will go, but um, I think trying, uh, trying things makes sense. That's true. Uh, I really do hope it scales as quickly as that. And there's a bunch of things that we didn't know that we didn't know that become unlocked and then 
wow, order of magnitude difference in cost or volume or something like that. So yeah, I certainly do hope that that happens. We need carbon removal to work. I am on team carbon removal. That's right. <laughs> so, so someone, someone in this crew or people that aren't even in it yet will be making big advances in it and just want to be supportive of that. So yeah, I think, I think that's a, a fine little addendum you've added there. And now I want to push you to speculate wildly, as you said, yeah. where do you think this money is going to end up? Is this going to be a part of some existing organization? Do you think he's going to start that... his own thing? <laughs> is it is it air miners? Is it going to air miners? <laughs> oh, right, right. This is where we make claims that include phrases like, I will eat my hat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So we do have one uh, person putting their money where their mouth is. Uh, well, I guess besides Elon Musk, but it's uh, Jan from Carbon Click. Uh, on Airminer Slack, he has put out a $100 bet that the winner of this prize that Elon's talking about is part of the Airminers community. Um, I think it's, uh, yeah, I always like to see people putting money where their mouth is. Um, I think especially in climate discussions, which can kind of end up being like people just kind of fighting back and forth. I think it's nice to say, hey, you know what? Here's how I think this is going to turn out. I'm willing to put some money on it. I think so. I think betting i associate betting uh both for prediction markets and also i've seen a number of public intellectuals make bets with other ones um brian kaplan who's been on reversing climate change is pretty famous for this too and uh i think uh having agreed upon ex ante metrics for determining who is right or wrong uh certainly encourages a responsible kind of knowledge production or maybe not I really only see the positive side of that story. I'm sure there's some takes that are less nice, but yeah. I've definitely seen that with the with betting markets. Um, this is just from a few stories, but that they're really predictive. They can beat, uh, I think in, it was in, in the political world uh, in terms of um, elections and, and things like that, that they're saying that the betting markets were actually uh, more accurate than than pollsters. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm interested to see more more bets come up. Like, when do we when do we pull a million tons of carbon from the air? Uh, what day does that happen? Um, and and for what it's worth, that bet that Jan put out, like, I would I would be happy to see somebody take take the other side of that bet. Or um, how does betting work? Even I guess like, what if I said I'll put another hundred dollars on this bet, <laughs> but there's nobody on the other side of it. So like, we're just you know. Um, anyway, if somebody wants to do that, it's a friendly bet. Um, and I'd love to see it. Uh, come I'm looking through. for a counterparty out there. Yeah, I've also seen people say that prediction markets are less accurate than polls. Sometimes, um, I think, I think I'm I'm inclined to trust them a little bit. But you also had cases like, did you see the fallout from the election where Trump supporters um, were taking bets on whether or not the election would be deemed fraudulent, and right. so. So a bunch of Trump supporters put a lot of money on those bets and then um, were lashing out and quite angry that they lost them. So, uh, yeah. The story went on, right? Because it was, they were continuing to take bets after the election was over. That's right. That's where it was really like, wow, that's a, that's an intense bet. But the odds are good. I guess if you turned out to be right, I'm sure, you know, fewer and fewer people willing, you would get better odds for betting against that. That's right. That's right. So yeah, you know, if anybody wants to take the other side of this bet, 
great. But you can also, I think you can, that's how you increase the odds, right? You say, well, I also will bet $100 that this person is part of the air miners community. You can better define that. Um, how did we get down this this thread? I oh, uh, where's John. the money going to? What uh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> $100. Well, Ross, you know, we'll get to that eventually. But I have to tell you that on Twitter today, I have used my use my Twitter account. I have I have I am one of the people that is not banned from Twitter yet. Um, I'm pleased to report. And uh, I have put out a tweet of my own that says, uh, <laughs> I am, am donating $100 to a prize for carbon removal memes. Uh, and so that, you know, I think that has a lot of potential. And we, we need more memes if we're going to really unlock true scale carbon dioxide removal. I, I deeply believe that we need more, more of an inflow of memes. Yeah, I've been seeing more of them. And some of that's coming out of Carbon Removal Academy. Um, but we need someone to start the Facebook page, Twitter account of carbon removal memes for climate restoring teens or whatever is the format of those pages. Something, something memes for blank, blank teens. Uh, yeah. So if you're listening, please, please go and make this happen. We need, we need carbon removal memes. That's right. We need, we need a hundred million memes. That's right. Um, so, so to answer your question more directly, though, you know, where is this money going? Um, just speculating. I mean, like you can look at. So, so for one, the whole like the money's going to carbon capture. Topically, there's been some back and forth on that. Like maybe we can talk about that uh, afterwards. But just in terms of you know how will this get deployed? Um, I looked it up, and Elon Musk had done a Hyperloop prize of some sort. I think it was it was a much it was like an order of magnitude or two small. I think it was like um, maybe it was even ten fifty thousand dollar kind of prize. Um, so he's got like a track record for just being like, hey, like SpaceX is going to do this contest. Um, though you know, obviously the Carbon X Prize comes to mind um, as they have their carbon. The Carbon X Prize, the NRG COSIA Carbon X Prize that launched uh, several years ago and is in its final uh, final rounds. And they've uh, previewed at their annual uh, X Prize bonanza uh, something about a uh, upcoming carbon removal prize um, on Twitter. So I remember that. That was, gosh, again, time is funny, but whenever that was, um, probably a year ago. Um, but yeah. So there's so there's some speculation there. That's where I'm. That's where I'm assuming it's going, um, without any like no insider information. Even if I had insider information, I would not uh, establish that I would share. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think there's you know space uh, space for other players in prizes, but X prizes they're the one that I come up with when I think of. Um, prizes of any of any sort for technological kind of innovation. Yeah, well, I suppose we'll have to keep our eyes peeled. With our luck, I think as soon as this episode goes live, there will be an update and be like, oh, yeah, crap, <laughs> should have done it one day later. One day later. I think it's good to speculate. I mean, like I am, to me, again, like I, I think it's we actually have this nice breath between like announcement and details because we get to speculate and like to me, this fits the narrative of being, when he says carbon capture, to me, it fits the, the narrative of like carbon capture and removal, like not point source capture, but uh, ambient air capture. Um, for, for, 
like until last week, we've always had this narrative that there was a planet and it was in trouble. It had too much carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Um, people around the world were, were nervous about this. They were growing increasingly concerned. They were wringing their hands about it. Um, there was a small group of people working on solutions to be able to hold the carbon dioxide from the air and do something useful with it. Uh, then one day, a uh, important scientific group announced uh, a, a report that confirmed that we did need to pull carbon from the air. Um, because of that, uh, some person came in and said, this is going to be my like ride or die thing that I'm going to put a lot of money on. Because of that, tens of thousands of new companies and solutions were created. And because of that, uh, new systems, uh, partnerships, and uh, and visions for, for the planet uh, started to come together. And because of that, we ended up with the, this incredible planet and universe and solar system that we're part of today in whatever, year 3000. Um, and the rest of the story is that that person in the second part, of, in the in the second statement of that story, that stepped up and said, "Yes, this is the thing." As far as I can tell, that's Elon Musk. That's what's happened. That's the timeline that we're on. Is that IPCC report comes out, says that, "Hey, yeah, this is real," uh, and then a few years later, uh, the richest person on the planet at that point steps up and says, "Yeah, like to me, this is is the biggest announcement of the past." five, maybe more years. And I, I think this will be the biggest announcement for the next five or more years, just in terms of like popular media attention, people hearing about this, maybe not in like sheer numbers, but like in terms of growth, this is the biggest percent growth of the carbon removal pause that we'll have in the next five or 10 years. Like this will, let's say this is like a hundred percent growth um, over the next six months. Like that's the biggest leap in growth that we'll have. He'll potentially like, I'm struggling to think about like, what is the next milestone? Like there'll be technological milestones, but like that doesn't get people like your friends who don't know crap about carbon to write you and say, oh my gosh, like what's the next, you know, I'd like that's, that's to me is like, well, what's the next milestone after this? Like what's the next thing where your friends are gonna write you and say, holy crap, did you see this? Aren't you the carbon person I know? Like that's this, um, so, so that's, the, that's the narrative now. The narrative is filling in that Elon Musk is the, the person to step forward and, and give this uh, that kind of financial um, validation that it was waiting for. Those are big in my memory too. I think before the IPCC report a few years back that um, really mainstreamed carbon removal, which I might, I may be misremembering this, but I think before that carbon removal had a stronger link with geoengineering was a bit more fringe. The IPCC saying, this is actually really important if we're going to keep it below a couple of degrees and maybe even reverse the thing entirely. Uh, that was a big deal. This also feels, you know, I'm sure someone listening is going to be like, oh, I can't believe you're comparing the IPCC's importance to Elon Musk, but surely Elon Musk doing something of this magnitude, uh, is a really big deal in the same kind of public consciousness raising activity as that. The IPCC report was probably still more uh, like not a lot of not a lot of regular people 
reading what they sure. have to say anyway. That's right. But they'll listen to Elon Musk on Joe Rogan. Or, that's right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the stuff that I'm seeing. You know, you just somebody like that picks up a an idea like a hundred million dollar prize for carbon capture, and that that means like it's like a mathematical function. It means like they will be talking about that on Joe Rogan sometime in the next 12 months. Like that's just like one thing follows another. Like, have you seen this guy's tweets? Like, like it's just, that's where this is going. This is going big in terms of new people, new ideas, uh, new critics, new contributors. Um, not that critics and contributors aren't, can't do the same thing. Um, but yeah, like that's just, it seems that's the narrative, right? That's the narrative. And because of that, 10,000 people jumped in and started companies and ideas and built new systems. Some of them were called ecological, some of them were called technological. But looking back uh, hundreds of years, what we know that they all did to succeed was to pull carbon dioxide from these that's the narrative. I mean, it's just, that's the narrative. Like that's where this goes from here. That's where it goes. Tito Jankowski fireside chat vibes going on yeah. in here, bringing it, bringing it all together. Yeah, I think so too. We need, we need, uh, smart people. We need elbow grease. We need it all. Let's make it happen. Memes. We need memes, memes first, <laughs> first and foremost, you're not really a subculture until you have your own memes. I think that's well understood. So um, that's right. Yeah. Uh, meme Lords listening, get on it. I doubt there's, <laughs> I doubt that's who I'm reaching with this show, <laughs> but who knows? Um, well, anything else we should cover right now, Tito? Oh, well, of course. I mean, if you are, if you have an idea that you're like, Hey, Elon dot, 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 uh, certainly, you know, Tweet it out. Uh, also, come come join Air Miners. Come come sign up for the. Uh, we have an announcement for the Air Miners Accelerator listed on the Air Miners website. Um, that's where you know, people are going to get the support they need to, to if they have an idea or they have a team um, and they need you know early early support for that. The Air Miners community is is here to help, um, and as is the the Air Miners Accelerator that's coming together. There's so much happening at Air Miners. And if you're listening, it seems like every episode is an exhortation for you to finally join because this is where the carbon removal community gathers online at the Air Miners Slack group, link in the show notes. Um, I did a thing. I took, um, I signed out of many Slacks except for like Nori's one on my computer because otherwise it would just light up all day long because people are always talking. I only have that on my... Yeah. Although now I look at air miners and like every channel's lit up always and there's events and it seems like a lot is happening, but I'm, I'm sorry. I, I haven't been around as much lately. I've been trying to focus, but it looks like amazing stuff is happening on your end with air miners. The accelerator, That's big right. deal. Yeah. Yep. There's a whole, there's a whole pipeline. We want to inspire, educate, and accelerate uh, people working on carbon removal solutions. Um, among other things, there's there's Amarin's events. Um, there are uh, we've got a, a carbon dioxide removal book club that's based around the CDR primer that just launched. Um, we're meeting every week to work through each chapter. 
Um, so yeah, wherever you are in, in the pipeline um, or in the, you know, in the process of, of learning about carbon removal or having ideas or building a team, um, come check out what we're up to and see if we can help you. That's great. Um, okay, well, links to all those things are in the show notes. You should read that CDR primer, or I sometimes say primer. I think that's the British way of doing it. It makes me sound a little bit uh, obnoxious, I think. <laughs> so I'll just say that's that cool. CDR primer. Uh, definitely worth reading. Um, cool. Well, thank you for being here, Tito. Great to be here, Ross. Thank you. I'll try to do these more often. If you're listening and you like these, um, a great rating and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts certainly helps a lot. Put some wind in the sails. Sometimes it's a little easy to neglect a show like this because we've got a lot going on, but it's fun and we should do more of them. And how could we let this tweet go by without commentary. I think that would have been an outrage. So thank you again, Tito. All right. Till next time. Till next time. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now.